Welcome to the Wealth Academy podcast. This podcast helps you discover wealth is more than just money. It consists of several empowering components that make up wealth in your personal and business life. Now, here's your host, Paul Lawrence Van. Hello, and it's your host, Paul Lawrence Van, host of Wealth Academy podcast. Glad that you could be with me today. And what I'm going to talk about today is just going to be a little bit about uh, where people are financially. Uh, it's always been very important to me. And I'll give you just a little backstory in terms of how I got all involved with money. Well, it goes back to when I was about 10 years old and my parents were both factory workers. In fact, they worked at a tobacco company, my mother for 28 years, my dad for 27. They left home every day, came back home every day together. And uh, that's 55 years of combined work ethic, employment to take care of 10 children. Well, in today's vernacular or terminology, they wanted a side, they had a side hustle going, and that was to open a community grocery store, and it was affectionately named Vans Grocery and Fish Market. <laughs> and uh, so that's some of the originality, but at the age of 10, they decided since I was the oldest son, the second oldest child, that I would be uh, the one who would help with the store, and that is in fact what happened. In essence, I became an unpaid intern at the age of 10. And as a result, I had no after-school activities. So I was couldn't play football with my friends, couldn't play on any sports team, or anything of that nature. It was all about the side hustle. So I think what my parents had in mind was for me to go into business and to learn about money. And that's exactly what happened. Again, I had a roof over my head. I had food to eat but I received no pay. But what it did in fact occur is that I learned how to work with vendors, uh, whether people were delivering sodas, ice cream, fresh produce, fresh fish, canned goods, you name it. I pretty much work with all of those vendors at a very young age. And I handled the, um, the shelves, stocking the shelves and then handling the money, the cash register. And also, making transactions with people for credit. We extended credit to people because people then, they didn't have credit cards. They had either cash, uh, my father, my mother, they extended credit to them. And I'm telling you this because it's the fundamental things in life that can make the biggest difference. So I'm not trying to make this particular episode about me, but I'm making it about processes and foundation and genesis, et cetera. And so for me, uh, ultimately, I graduated from high school and I wanted to go to college. And I went to college, attended Shaw University in Raleigh, North Carolina. And I initially started out uh, from an academic perspective in engineering. And then I found that it, that really wasn't, wasn't what I wanted to do. So I decided to go into the business side. So I entered the uh, business uh, administration department and accounting. And I went through that four years, was very successful uh, academically, graduated with academic honors, and I attended two-year ROTC, Air Force ROTC program. So I went on to the Air Force and uh, worked as a cost analyst. My very first uh, job title, uh, working on acquisition programs there at Wright-Patterson Air Force Base in Dayton, Ohio. And so from the age of 10 until I was about 21 years old, everything was about business. 
everything, understanding business, understanding money. And my money uh, knowledge really came when I applied for college and I didn't really have any money. My parents surely didn't have any money to give me to attend college for tuition. And uh, so I just started applying for grants. Someone told me about these grant things. I said, well, let's try it out. And I tried it. And of course, my family, we were on the poverty uh, line when it comes to the number of children, the amount of income. And so I was able to get grants uh, pretty much the entire four years of college, in addition to uh, money I had working part-time at UPS, which I did for three and a half years before entering the Air Force, and the $100 a month in the Air Force ROTC, the stipend that they provided. I was offered the opportunity for my scholarship to be paid for, but I turned it down because I was not sure whether or not I would actually go into the Air Force, and that let me off the hook in case I decided at the last minute not to go in. But through it all, it gave me that aspect of understanding how money works and how the money works in the world. And uh, so I went on to the Air Force, managed multi-billion dollar programs over the years. And when it all uh, came to a head and I came down to the realization of what my life has been like, it has been all about business. It's been all about money because I work with defense contractors uh, for many, many years. I worked on Capitol Hill for many, many years and it was all surrounding money, resources for the National Guard, Air, Air National Guard, Army National Guard, the United States Air Force, et cetera. So uh, it uh, really is amazing how life uh, takes that 360 degree turn. And for me, <clears throat> it's not, <clears throat> excuse me, it's not surprising that today I offer the uh, Mind Over Money uh, courses. I have a video course. I have a uh, intensive course, Mind Over Money intensive course, then a six-month uh, Mind Over Money champion program. So when I look back in retrospect, everything goes back to the age of 10 and being told that I had raised my hand to work in a parent's store. <laughs> now, obviously, and apparently I'm laughing about this because it was anything but that. I'd never raised my hand because I wanted to play football with my friends at the school. <laughs> <laughs> and so, uh, you know, the way it worked out, uh, it worked out for the best. There are so many things in life that um, when we look back on them, it's kind of humorous because it was all down, came down to those decisions that were made. A lot of those decisions were made for me. And then I made some decisions myself. And in the end, I'm still a financial guy. <laughs> I mean, there's no escaping it. And uh, so even today, you know, I've worked with many organizations fundraising, for example, uh, at my children's uh, school, uh, I was the parent teacher organization president. So it wasn't a PTA, but it was a PTO at the charter school. And I was elected president. Well, we didn't have any money. <laughs> we had a treasurer, but no money. So I became the bank in that I, I went into my wallet. I've got $100 out of the bank. And uh, I had a paid lunch for the entire school. A friend of mine is a chef. So I paid him uh, to cook for the entire school, the teachers, the principal, all the students, any parents that were there. And that's how it started. And guess what? It jump started the parent teacher organization. And 
at the, by the end of the year, we had raised $25,000 in year one. And then I had to go back through an election again because it was annual. I won again. And the next year we raised $25,000. So we raised $50,000 uh, just uh, for that to help the school. So again, money was playing a role in it. And now today, uh, that's exactly what happens. I've uh, worked as a real estate investor myself. Uh, I've also invested in stock and then some other commodities that are out there. And uh, I think what, what it is, is that uh, we are what we think about all the day long. That's the, the quote that's out there. And that's very true. It's definitely true for me. And uh, what I want you to take from this is that uh, if you may not happen to be a financial person, but just know that finances play a role in your life, whether you work in it directly or not. If you are employed by someone, money's involved. If you're unemployed, money is involved. And uh, just like with here right now with COVID-19, we see so many people and their number one pain point is what? Finances, it's money. Uh, because people have lost their jobs in some cases. Some people are unemployed. Uh, other people have lost their job altogether. And right now, there are about a little bit over 10 million people who are unemployed. And the unemployment rate comes in at about 6.7% as of the last couple of days. And so we're still a numbers game, if you will. And But people need money for food, medical costs. And of course, uh, with the vaccine being distributed, not at, at the pace that people want it to, to uh, be, but that's playing a role too. For example, if someone happens to get sick from COVID, the procedures and, and medical uh, aspects of being in the hospital, being an inpatient, it costs money, whether you have health insurance or not, someone has to pay that bill. And now uh, with uh, President Biden, He's trying to get his uh, COVID relief package out there for about 1.9 trillion. And there's disagreement amongst the ranks, whether some Democrats and our Republicans. But in the end, it is, in my opinion, the right thing to do in order to stimulate the economy, to get it going, get businesses opening back up, restaurants, the movie theaters, you name it, and schools as well. So we have a lot of things that happen and they're all surrounding what? Money finances, a relief. And so uh, what, what I want uh, everyone to take from this call is to be more diligent with the money that you have. And if you don't have a lot of money, start projecting to make some because there's so many side hustles today compared to when my parents opened up their grocery store. And uh, it's something for everyone to consider uh, finding ways to make money and having a relationship with money is very important. So I'm going to end this particular session and I wanna end it by saying, uh, hopefully uh, for the United States that the um, relief, coronavirus relief uh, bill would be passed, it would be approved and people can get some help. And then after that, we'll just have to see what happens. It's not, things are not gonna improve by doing nothing, I can tell you that. And uh, United States economy is strong enough to bounce back and, and be able to recoup those costs as a result of productivity. But one thing they really should do is to reverse that 
those tax cuts that were made in 2017 for businesses in the top 1% because the revenue keeps falling short. The budgets keep falling short because of a lack of revenue that's coming in. And the people who are at the top can surely afford it, especially the corporations, you know, the multi-billion dollar corporations. So I would, I would say that, and it's not necessarily an aspect of saying, well, you know, there goes another tax increase. There is no tax increase because you never should have had the tax cut in the beginning. And the tax increase really is going to be put on um, the middle class and the, the uh, people who are more high risk, you know, more people in poverty, uh, because that was written into that law of 2017 that gave this these tax cuts to the wealthy. So the middle class and, and those who are make less, they're gonna be the ones who are gonna be towing the line, but they can't really tow the line, especially now because there's no jobs. And until the businesses open back up, uh, it's gonna have to be on the backs of the wealthy and the corporations who can surely afford it. So that's my discussions today. Remember, you can contact me by email at info at paulvanspeaks.com or you can reach me toll free at 800-341-6719. My discussion today was primarily on everyone taking a look and an assessment of their finances and take a uh, look at the number of debt, amount of debt you have, base it against the assets that you have. It will give you your net worth. And then once you come up with net worth, the focus is going to be on paying off all your bill to become debt free so that ultimately you can become financially free. And that's really what this goal is and what this show is all about. It's about helping you not only become debt free, but to generate wealth and then legacy wealth on top of that. I'm your host, Paul Lawrence Van, host of Wealth Academy podcast. Glad that you could be with me today. And I look forward to the next episode. And don't forget, we have some dynamite guest experts coming up and you don't want to miss them get out there to apple podcast rate and review this episode and, and wealth academy podcast wealth is more than just money you know it and i do too so uh, my time is up and i thank you for yours and i'll see you on the next episode of wealth academy podcast have a great day everyone and you're so awesome i appreciate you all thank you for Good listening day. you will find the show notes for links to everything that was mentioned you will find the show notes on my landing page subscribe to the wealth academy podcast rate or review the podcast on itunes 